everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Don't Worry, It's Confidential. I hope that you're having a great day so far. I'm recording here on the Tuesday before the release, and we have had three straight days of cloudy weather. (laughs) Mentally, I'm actually feeling pretty good, but... The cloudy weather definitely doesn't help my sleepiness levels. I feel like if I wake up and see no sun, then I'm just like, might as well just stay in bed a little longer. But otherwise, I'm doing pretty well. Definitely getting into the spooky season vibes here. And I'm watching, I just watched Midnight Sun on Netflix. Very Midnight Sun? No. Midnight Mass. Very creepy. Very trippy. Weird. But good. I liked all the all the twists and turns that it took. I think I have to watch Squid Games. Everybody's saying I will watch it next. And then watching a lot of baking shows because I realize that's my number one de-stressing technique. (laughs) Or not technique, but show. Just really lets me relax and zone out is a nice baking off. (laughs) Yeah, I wanted to tell you all that next week I am taking the week off. So I just decided that this morning, but I think I want a little bit of a holiday and it is Thanksgiving weekend this weekend. And so I thought this was kind of a good time. So I'm just taking one week off and then I'll be back the following week. Yeah, I think we should all take next week to have some gratitude for all the farmers that grew all the food that we ate over the weekend and to think about all the indigenous issues going on in Canada see how you can educate yourself, knowledge the land that you are on. I have a really good app that I use, especially if I'm road tripping around Canada or going camping and stuff. It's called Native Land and it tells you what indigenous land you're currently on. So you can kind of have an awareness of that at all time, but also just learn about like what's going on and educate yourself as much as possible. Donate if you can and see how you can contribute to making Canada and I guess wherever you're living more of an equitable and just place for indigenous people to live. So I think that's a really big thing that you can take this week off to think about and to learn more about and educate yourself. Last week on September 30th, we had the first National Day for Truth and Reconciliation here in Canada. And I hope that everybody took that time to learn, donate, educate themselves. And I think that should continue throughout the year. I'll share on my Instagram story, but I've read a really amazing book by a Canadian Indigenous author that I'll share. I know a lot of us weren't taught about this stuff in school, but that doesn't mean that that's an excuse to not learn more about it now. Anyways, I just thought it was an important thing to mention. All right, so this week's episode is all about comparisons. We talk about all different types of social comparisons that we make. We normalize how everybody does this, how it's like a normal part of how our brain works, but at the same time, how if you kind of get into the habit of constantly comparing yourself to others or making comparisons between people, it can lead to some not so positive things for yourself, your self-confidence, your self-esteem. So we talk about the strategies that we've both used to improve on that throughout our lives and how to notice when we are getting into that kind of comparison mindset. And also a really cool aspect of this is that my guest is a twin. And so they have a very specific experience with comparison. They've been compared their whole lives for as long as they can remember to one specific person. So I think that offers a lot of insight that maybe some of us can relate to if we have a sibling, but it also is super cool to think about how it's affected them. And yeah, I I hope that you enjoy this episode. I hope you learned something from it and take 
take some of the tips that we share. And yeah, so no episode next week, but catch up on some episodes. We have a lot released. It's been like four months of this, which is very exciting. So just go back and listen to any that you've missed. As always, rate and review the podcast. Takes two seconds, but please, it means a lot. And write a review. I know (laughs) nobody does it, but just do it. It's fun. It's easy. And It's a free way to let me know if you're enjoying this podcast or that you're enjoying this podcast. Please no negative reviews. That would just be not so great. Yeah. Follow me on Instagram at don't worry. It's confidential. It's a great vibe just to follow and get good pictures of things that make you feel good. And also I share some occasional tips and tricks on my story and resources and anything that I mentioned on the podcast that I'll share. I do share on my stories. And as always, I love you all. I hope that you have a great week off. Bye. This guest is a pure ray of sunshine. She constantly surprises me with her love of tech, her kind heart, and her ability to keep random weird jokes going even longer than I can. We've known each other for 12 years and have gone on countless adventures together, whether it be a late night in Toronto or getting extreme sunburns on a beach. (laughs) Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I didn't know where the last one was going. (laughs) Definitely burnt always. (laughs) We really just always were sending it. Like I'm trying to think so many different occasions that we were. Oh my God, a thousands. And we're both like looking at each other like, ah. No, in Cuba, wearing a full shirt after being burnt to my core. Swimming swimming. with a shirt. (laughs) Being that girl. Self-conscious or burnt. (laughs) A little bit of both. both. (laughs) Okay. Are you ready for the get to know you questions? Yeah. I'm excited. What's your favorite month and why? Oh, uh, I actually think I answered this. Oh, yeah, I got inspired. Okay. <laughs> Honestly, it's a toss up because I really like summer and fall, but I think July is the best month ever. I just think it's like August, you're kind of getting scared for fall. Mm-hmm. And June is not really summer yet. So I just think July, we had a great summer this year. Just got to see a lot of friends and yeah, always a happy time. I think. I think I, think I said the same thing. I think. Our friend asked us this the other day, guys. I I stole it. (laughs) (laughs) Sounded familiar. (laughs) (laughs) I was really uninspired when I started, but don't worry. They're they're getting better. (laughs) I said, yeah, July and October. Yeah, I think October is the other one that I said because I like the the spooky spooky vibes. Spooky. I love the Halloween cookies. I know. And now we're in October. Woo. Is that a ghost? October. Oh, it's October 1st. Yeah, that's why. (laughs) That's why the ghost's here. That's why we have a ghost as a guest. Special guest. (laughs) Okay, second one. (laughs) What would your Patronus be? Oh, shit. This is for the real. This is for the real. Honestly, someone said this, and at first I didn't like it, but I kind of, I can always see it now as a dolphin. I think for some reason, like it's a weird creature, but for some reason, I think I actually would be a dolphin. Like if I was to raise my wand, (laughs) produce a Patronus. A hundred percent. Yeah. Do you think it would be like a mini dolphin or like life size? Oh, I never considered mini, (laughs) but I think it would be like life size. Huge. Huge. (laughs) Honestly, no, I don't think it would be a huge dolphin. Like bigger than the Dementor? (laughs) Giant, can't even come out of the wand just this giant dolphin no i think yours would be a dog oh yeah yeah oh yeah i can see that a scruffy or a, go- a ghost <laughs> a ghost it's a dementor act. october ghost 
October goes. Love it. Okay. This one. Wow. Shocking myself here. Okay. What would your ideal writing utensil be? Oh, uh, like if I could write well with it? Like, you know, you have a favorite pen. Describe to me like what you would pick if you were to choose. Like you could combine many different pens together or just describe your favorite pen. Oh. Like what are your favorite qualities? Or maybe a pencil. I feel like I'd like, honestly, I think if I could, I think it'd be really cool to use a quill. <laughs> but like, <laughs> I would never use a quill and I don't know how to use one. So I think out of all the pens, I, ha- I have a favorite pen, but it's really lame. It's like the $2 ones from like dollar stores no, that are like are the reliable. The blue one lasts you oh, like three months. Right oh, do you? But yeah. I like I like a black. I'm I, a black pen. Probably. Yeah. I honestly, I'm a blue, but I think black looks better for notes. Yeah. Looking a little bit more professional. Okay, well, I'll get you a quill for your next birthday. You can give it a try. A little ink pot. <laughs> Writes her assignments with a quill. Like, I'll send you a, a couple letters. Like, okay, so are you ready to get into the topic? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so the topic of today is one we can all relate to. It's comparisons. So we all do it, but it really is the thief of joy sometimes. Mm-hmm. I've had so many clients bring it up, the social comparisons, whether it be classmates or at a workplace or friends or people on social media. It's something that really comes at us in like many different ways. And so I think it's a super important thing to talk about because it affects your mental health a lot. And it's something that I've definitely struggled with, especially when I'm having one of those bad days, those days that like I feel kind of crappier about anything than like a comparison feels like the go-to thing to go to. The go-to thing to go to. (laughs) So yeah, you kind of, you brought this idea to me and I thought it was really perfect. I'm surprised we haven't talked about it yet and let's do it. Why did you feel connected to this topic? Yeah, so I think when we were like brainstorming ideas, I was just kind of thinking about how like most of your guests so far have like brought in a subject that was kind of personal to them. Mm -hmm. And I think like just for me growing up, like obviously there's the twin thing, which is like the twin thing. She's a twin, everyone. (laughs) I'm a twin. Is like something I guess that's like unique to my life, like whether or not I want to associate myself with it or not. Like I have a twin. Mm -hmm. There's like that fact. And I think like through growing up that way, I think like I was always kind of surrounded with the idea of comparisons even when I was really little like whether it be from like people trying to tell us apart to comparing like our different interests or what we wanted to do I just feel like I was exposed from that from a young age so obviously like it's changed a little bit as we get older like comparisons now I would say is people that have different careers or people that you see on social media that you want to be like Mm -hmm. or even as we were in our teen years, like comparing our bodies and stuff like that. So yeah, I don't know. I just think it's a subject that I was introduced to when I was very little. And so like has been something that I think I've had to navigate similar to a lot of people. I think that's so true. And I feel like it's something that maybe people who aren't like twins never thought that like their comments saying like, oh, who's better at this? Or like, who likes this? Which one's the sporty one? Which one's the like nerdy one? Yeah. (laughs) Trying to think of like, I feel like it all comes from like what we saw on TV and stuff of like Zach and Cody and stuff of like really comparing like the dualities or like the differences 
differences between twins, but I feel like it does offer you such a unique perspective. We can all relate to if you have siblings as well, like that comparison of like, why can't you be like your sibling in this yeah. regard? Or like, don't cry. Like you're, you see like your siblings not crying or like something yeah. like that. But I think it, it definitely is like hyper focused when it's a twin. Yeah, no, I think that's the closest like comparison that I would make is that it's probably like when you go to the same school as your sibling and they're like, oh, you're so and so's brother. And then instead of kind of having your own identity, you're constantly compared against someone else's. And so it's not really like Mackie's good at soccer. It's like Mackie's good at soccer like her brother or yeah. like and it feels less like it's your identity and more expected or something. For sure. For sure. I think it's like very, I mean, our brains literally do it so naturally. Like we compare things just to understand them and to like make it easier for our brains to process information. So it's like we're constantly making comparisons with like everything around our environment. But the more you do it in like certain regards, it can affect like how you see yourself. And also like if people are doing it to you, then you start to use that as well. Yeah, no, I agree. And I think that's something I always feel guilty about is like even meeting other twins or like siblings. It just feels so natural to be like, oh, that one has dark hair. The Mm. other one has light hair or like that one's shorter. That one's taller or like that one's mean. The other one's nice. Yeah. So it's like interesting because even someone who is like, I feel like I'm so aware of it. I still do it all the time. So I don't really know what the solution would be to prevent or just being more conscious, I guess, of. Yeah, I think it's like doing it is like you can't stop it, like just like naturally. But I think there is like a certain mindfulness of like how we talk about people when we meet them and stuff like that. And like that can change the way like things are framed, because obviously if like you're always engaging in that type of conversation, then it feels like the most natural. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk about your experience a little bit, like feeling compared to your sister all the time. Like when do you feel like you kind of realize that? And how do you feel like you coped with it as you grew up yeah I feel like it's funny because had you asked me this like a few months ago it would have been something that I never really thought uh like thought about but I think because on our trip we had like a lot of deep conversations (laughs) it was like revisited so I actually thought about this recently I just think like the first time I was aware of it was when we were going into school like obviously when we were growing up there was no external kind of social peers like it was just my sister my sister was used to it like my family was used to it so like no one really like compared us because they knew us really well Mm -hmm. and so I think it was kind of just like coming into like primary school where it was my mom also kind of like precipitated a little bit like she dressed us in blue (laughs) one more pink I think it was like a teacher honestly it was like the first time that I ever thought about it was she said that my sister was better at writing than me and I remember thinking oh that's so weird because I felt like I was a good writer in this class and Mm. I was compared to like other classmates and it was just the fact that I was worse than my sister which was like the main point and so even though I had done better than my classmates I still wasn't good enough because I wasn't as good as my sister and I think that was the time where I kind of felt unfairly compared because I didn't understand if we were using everyone else as a benchmark, like I did Mm, well, but it was just the fact that it was compared to one individual, then it seemed like I didn't do well. Mm. So yeah, I think ever since then, it was just kind of, obviously it's tough like to be compared, like I'm sure it was like when you were compared with your brother or something, it just kind of feels like, I guess that idea that I was mentioning before is that if you were to look at it from like a wider lens, like you're still doing well and you're still good, but it's unfortunate when you like pick one person 
to kind of be your benchmark in how you're being successful in life if that makes sense no that makes complete sense and it's so true it's like it's so crazy that that would even be a comment that a teacher would make yeah no well I think a lot was allowed yeah back then it was like you know thinking of some stories of some other teachers I think so many yeah and there's also like a range of comparisons too I think there was like some healthy comparisons growing up like sometimes in a way I feel like it's good because it makes you motivated for example like even being compared to my older sister when she would do really well in school I feel like it was positive because I would always motivate myself to do as well as she did yeah so I feel like it's kind of hard because I think those ones are important to like shaping who you are Mm -hmm. but I think the not so nice ones you have to learn to discern between them I think yeah how do you think that like the comparison that everyone was doing to you or like the teacher's comments and stuff like that how do you feel like you internalize that yeah so I think like that's changed like a lot from when I was little to now I Mm -hmm. think when we were especially uh, teens I guess I think a lot of our perception of self and I actually got this from one of your other podcasts that you were saying is Mm -hmm. just so much of who we are comes from what other people think of us so at that time when people are comparing you and saying like oh you're the dumb one or something or like you're the one that I don't know just all these different comparisons you're like oh wow that really is me and Mm. you kind of not give up but you kind of just see that as part of your identity whereas like obviously now if someone was to say that to me I would say no like I know who I am but I think when you're a little bit less sure of yourself making those comparisons or being subjected to being compared I think is really hard yeah yeah that's so true you said when I was younger like in high school this was kind of like a a thing that was more apparent and more like evident in your daily life or how you saw yourself and your self-confidence how has that changed for you and how do you think you've gotten there yeah so I guess I'm trying to think of like a good example I think like an example maybe was um she's gonna be embarrassed that I'm sharing this but I would say I cared less about what I wore Mm. in high school and so people would say I don't know that I I didn't put as much effort in and at first I kind of I wasn't really motivated to like dress myself because I was kind of like oh I kind of like being the slouchy like (laughs) casual tomboy whatever yeah and I feel like I was I don't know I I did not put any effort going into high school like going to clothes but then I found as I kind of got more interested into it and even our friends I just felt like I almost it was difficult for me to kind of tear away from that identity that I'd Mm. kind of been given. And I kind of felt like, Oh, but I thought I was this person. Mm. And so it was just kind of a little bit more difficult, I think to tear away. So I don't know if I'm doing a good job answering this question, but I I mean, I think you pointed out like a really interesting thing that happens like to a lot of us, like that we put ourselves in certain boxes because of like the way that people have treated us or have told us we're, we belong to a certain category of things. And then when we like contradict ourselves, when we're not part of that anymore, when we want to change, we feel like that discomfort of like, Oh no, like, should I be my, be that person still? Like, should I continue with that like perception that people have held me to? Yeah. Or should I do what I actually want? Yeah. And I think that's the biggest difference is I would say like back then I would kind of take the form of what Mm. people would kind of assign to me through comparison. Whereas now it's kind of like a two step process. Like someone will say something, but then you'll kind of evaluate it to how you actually are. And then you'll say, okay, actually, no, Mm. like that's not who I am. Like doesn't make any sense. Whereas before I would, I would definitely like if someone was to 
kind of just say like oh you are like taller than your sister or something I'd be like I I don't know like that's who I would become the tall one whereas (laughs) now it's not the same I think yeah I think it's super interesting actually because it's like seeing the other side of comparison because I guess sometimes when you think about like oh I compare myself to um my classmate who like always gets straight A's yeah and like you feel like okay I'm the one that's suffering because I'm always comparing myself to this like high achiever but it's like seeing that other side that like the fact that I'm putting that label on that high achiever and saying like that one always gets A's yeah then that person feels like if they stray away from getting an A then they no longer are themselves and like that is like it's like both sides of comparison it's like I lose and then that person also loses so yeah yeah I think that's an interesting perspective like not only the person that's being compared but also the person that like applies the comparison because like they're putting that person on the pedestal like on a pedestal or like putting them in this certain frame that they might not always like be that way so yeah Yeah. I think I think that's really true um I also think that like when you point out something in someone that usually is like a reflection of something that you care about yeah so if if someone's like being like oh you're like the like the less like like the more slouchy chill twin or something like that (laughs) then like (laughs) slouchy slouchy chill slouchy chill (laughs) then like maybe that's because they desire that quality or like that you know like something they're looking up to it's like you notice the things in other people that you that are important to you or that you're self-conscious about or like something like that yeah I also think like I think another way that I've changed as well is like for example, like if we were to use like the slouchy chill thing, like <laughs> back then, I think I would have like read into it a lot, you know, like sometimes mm. I feel like people because like what we were talking about, like it's so natural to do it yeah. that there's not really that much intent sometimes behind why they do it. Like it's kind of almost natural to just like find differences or like when you're met with two people to yeah. kind of just comment on the changes so I feel like before you'd kind of be like oh like do they think I'm Mm. like non-hygienic or something or like (laughs) just really read into it yeah whereas now I think you kind of know that like everyone does it people can't help it so I think just reading into it less has also been a learning moment totally it's like that that level of like gaining distance from anything and being like it's so normal like maybe I should be aware that I'm doing it but at the same time like don't get mad at myself for doing it because it's also like yeah people do it I think that's so true too it's interesting because like sometimes I also think that comparing yourself can make you feel better Mm. in a weird way like I was like I was thinking of a moment like when you go on your phone or something and you're looking up like these influencers yeah and like you compare yourself or you compare yourself to other people who might not be doing as well in their life obviously comparing yourself to an influencer would make you feel bad but to another person like even in the most innocent sense if you were to look at like I don't know, like people like not doing as well or maybe didn't go to the same school as you or something. And you'd Mm -hmm. be like, oh, okay, well, at least I've gone to school and I can feel good about that. It's just interesting that sometimes you do that subconsciously to to make yourself feel better, I guess. Yeah, I also think that's like a way that like we've learned to comfort ourselves or like have been taught to comfort ourselves, like being like, well, you're like, you might not feel happy right now, but at least you're not as bad as Billy. Yeah, exactly. And you're like, okay, well, (laughs) fuck, I'm sorry, Billy, but I'm just having a moment. 
<laughs> it's true. Well, and then, then it sucks to be the Billy, but everyone yeah. does it. Like you find a Billy. And then and Billy then, finds a Sally to, yeah. to feel better. About. There's always someone at the bottom. Yeah. And that's honestly like such a shitty way to live. Yeah. Well, I, I remember like apparently you're not supposed to say that when you comfort someone to be like, well, at least you're yeah. not. It also diminishes like what you're going through. It's like both yeah. terrible for Billy and yeah. crappy for you because it's like <laughs> because it's like it's literally invalidating everything that you're going through yeah. saying like it's not as important because like somebody else has it worse. But it's also yeah, yeah just putting other people down really isn't a way to yeah, make I yourself agree. feel better. And I think it's definitely something that you kind of have to like notice yourself doing Mm-hmm. at first to fix it because i mean even before i was like considering this topic you kind of you get so used to it that you're just kind of like well at least I, yeah I, don't know. I feel like a switch for me and like like not doing that as much just with everything is kind of seeing everything as a different category uh, stay with me for a minute because <laughs> that didn't make any sense <laughs> but <laughs> It's like, for example, like some people might think of jobs as Mm -hmm. like hierarchical. Yes. So like a certain, a lawyer might be lawyer, doctor at the top of the chain. Then we got uh, something below it, like a business person. Then we got like whatever it is. Like everybody has these kind of hierarchies for professions for everything. Yeah. But I realized that there isn't a hierarchy at all because every single person is so different in their skill sets that like you shouldn't strive like I shouldn't strive to be a doctor or a lawyer because I would be terrible at those things but I have like my skill set that makes me like good at the stuff that I'm doing yeah and so when you see things as like different rather than like in comparison or like in competition then there's like you can't compete it's like literally com- like comparing apples to oranges like it doesn't make sense i don't know i don't know if that no, made any sense that whole no, rant i but- honestly think it did because i think that's kind of true and it just kind of comes to like comparisons obviously like are natural but if you kind of take a step back it's true like everyone's so unique and everyone everything that you compare you know like unless they're like really similar i just think comparing jobs or I think mainly humans it's just like we're so diverse that it doesn't really make sense to compare because someone can have one aspect of their life that looks seemingly amazing but then have a horrible like toothache or like a fight (laughs) with their parent yeah you know and so it's just like it's natural but I agree like just bringing it back to like what you were saying about like the skill sets and stuff like jobs there's so many different aspects that goes into like someone's success within that field and I think it's the same for the success for like a person yeah I also think like you're you're also pointing out like the fact that often when we're comparing ourselves we're comparing like the worst aspect or like every aspect of ourselves with like this best aspect of that person obviously like you're scrolling on your phone you see something and you're like oh my god I'm comparing like me waking up in the morning and looking in the mirror to this person with like eight filters on and makeup and like face tune and all these things so it's like it's a very it's a losing race even though it's so overdone I think like the idea of comparisons like in social media is so important because Mm -hmm. we're slowly uncovering that like these filtered people like have so many issues and like obviously have like 10 bajillion filters on their face but it's the same with people in real life you know like 
you're not you don't have a filter on but you obviously present your best self to everyone but there's tons going on underneath so yeah i think they're just dangerous to make in general yeah it's like it's just it's like completely inaccurate you know like what you're doing and I feel like the biggest thing that my clients come and talk to me about is this comparison in like school I guess I have a lot of students as clients but like of being like I'm not doing as well as everybody else yeah it's a big one what's your experience with that and how have you kind of dealt with it yeah I think like anyone who's kind of doing like I'm sure it was the same in your program like there's always those people in the program who have like a bajillion extracurriculars going on and like are so active in like the program group or like and just doing a thousand things and so I mean obviously like as soon as I first joined like my program like it's very intimidating like from like coming from a discovery period to just being in a program I think it's very natural to kind of be like okay like who again like just making those like natural comparisons like what am I compared to this person okay Mm. this person never does the work they're never present at least I'm better than Billy call them Billy (laughs) and then you kind of like compare yourself to the top and then you kind of establish like okay these are the people that I think are doing the best in the program or like doing the most things outside of the program so I think it's kind of hard because I think it's it's so natural to do that and like I definitely struggled with that when I first started the program Mm -hmm. but I think like coming from a place now I just feel satisfied with myself that I don't really like I see people doing other things but I know that I have my own things going on Mm -hmm. I think for your own stress levels I just think I'm happier that way like seeing it like that like I definitely have come across people still that will be like oh did you see so and so is doing this Mm -hmm. and they're they've done this with this and I just feel like I'm at such a different place now where, and I'm, I'm not like, I'm perfect. You're perfect. I just feel like I'm so aware of that now. And that that's something that I don't want to do that when people kind of say that, I'm like, yeah, that's great for them. Like they worked really hard. Mm. And I think like, if that's something that they want to do, then that's great. Yeah. I don't know. I think I've, I've started to do that less in my program. Yeah. I feel like what you just pointed out is such a good point of like, working on yourself and being happy with yourself is a big solution because it's like if you fill up your life with things that you're proud of and things you're excited about and aspirations you have for yourself then it's not like I should be doing this because I should be doing it it's more because you want to do it and you have things that are like going for you right like yeah I agree And so then when you see people doing things and succeeding, it's more of a sense of happiness or a sense of like, we can all succeed. Yeah, exactly. Rather than, yeah, feeling like, oh, that means I'm worse. Yeah. And it's funny because growing up when we would like compare ourselves to each other, like me and my sisters, like Mm -hmm. I feel like my dad always used this example of like this successful family where it was like, I don't know, like the classic titles, like a doctor, a lawyer. And then one of them was like working for the government or something. Yeah. And he was just saying how, like, they all kind of realized, like, they wanted what was best for each other. So instead of, like, because they all, obviously, like, when they were little, didn't know what they wanted to do. But their dad, I guess, like, in raising them had emphasized help each other. Like, you can all do great. Like, Mm. there's space enough in the world for you to all do well. And I just think, like, that lesson has kind of stayed with me. Even in thinking about our friends or my peers, like... I want everyone that I know to do well and I don't want it to be a competition to the top. Like I think that there is like enough room for everyone to, and maybe that's naive, but to do well and kind of be their best self. So I don't see it as like, there's only this one slot. Like I have to 
make it there if that makes sense that makes complete sense I think that like idea of like scarcity and competition with like success is so wrong and so detrimental like it's just not it's not helpful for anybody really to think that way like even if there are like situations like I'm it's funny like sometimes when you talk then you think of like all the examples yeah. that are the opposite but <laughs> <laughs> like a, like it's like obviously there are some situations you're getting into a school and like you, there's only three yeah. spots sure yes. but like there's also like you could look at the wider example of that like someone could get in this year and then you don't get in that year and so then the next you have a yeah. full year of opportunities experiences so then the next year you can get in yeah doesn't mean anything's worse about you maybe it's actually better because now you have some work experience yeah sorry went on a really <laughs> big side note there but like I think it's such a good mentality to have that we don't have to be in competition with each other for anything even like the idea of like beauty and like those kinds of standards sometimes it's like sold to us that like you have to be the prettiest person in the room or like you have to be the skinniest person and like everyone is beautiful in their own ways yeah and one person's beauty doesn't take away from another person's beauty yeah I agree and I think I think that's definitely something that I think has helped. I don't know, growing up with a lot of different people and having like a lot of diverse friends, I guess, just like live, like understanding that you can coexist, if that makes sense, you know? Mm -hmm. Like you can have one thing that you're really good at and that doesn't make me shit just because like if we were comparing like, for example, like our soccer skills, you were way better at soccer than me. But even though that comparison, like I would have, felt like shit like when I was like little thinking oh I'm a bad soccer player now it's like okay well Mackie's great at soccer and like I can support her and like even though I'm bad like I can I can do other things that are like we each have our own skills you know and so I think yeah just understanding that what you're comparing isn't necessarily the most important thing yeah no for sure I find I did compare myself a lot throughout like school and stuff of being like I hate how all my friends can study for like no time they don't even study they take a test and they all do so well and I have to like grind and study the whole night long (laughs) and probably not the whole night probably like an hour I mean (laughs) either I did grind and studied and did well or I didn't study and I did badly so that was kind of like my pattern I was like this is so unfair like comparing myself constantly like ah to all my friends and then later in life that grind attitude has helped me because like the ability to know that I have to work hard for success has helped me now understand that like that's what I got to do and now I have that ability yeah Yeah. and I think I think that's totally true because I know like the opposite of has been true for other people where it's they didn't really grind and then because they didn't develop that like skill set then when it came to the fact that they really did have to grind then they they couldn't so yeah I think yeah I think that's a great example because I think just shows how like back then I mean it really impacted you and now you understand that kind of made you who you are so I feel like that's the way that I look at comparisons in the past Mm. is that even though it obviously was difficult to deal with then now I have things because of that comparison that I feel like I'm thankful for yeah it also like when you were saying that it kind of made me think like of this idea that like comparisons are kind of temporary or like what you're comparing yourself on is like a temporary thing and like it's a nice thing to kind of remember yeah for sure What's something that you feel like you used to compare yourself on that now is like not really a thing anymore? 
That's a really good question. I guess one that I used to get is that I was a little bit more outspoken, Mm -hmm. I guess, like when I was being compared, like, oh, I was loud. I was like outspoken, like I was misbehaved, like, and I think obviously at first I was like, oh, like, I don't really care. Like I was like six. I think when I first heard it, I was like, Mm -hmm. oh, whatever. I'm loud. Like Mm -hmm. talk, whatever. And then I think like as like I kind of was like in my teen years I think it kind of transformed to like oh like am I annoying like because I'm so loud or am I like saying the wrong things or am I not like chill because I'm being so like extroverted so that kind of like forced me to tone it down a little bit because I think I was like oh okay like that's not something that I want to be known as like I don't want to be like the really loud obnoxious version of myself like, kind of feels like you got that label like they, because of a comparison and then you kind of maybe were comparing yourself to others to see like where you ranged in terms of loudness yeah and no then ended up like toning down your personality because well of it. I also think like the teen years and I keep saying the teen years but I love the teen years I just think it was such a time where like you're kind of not really comfortable to be your full self so yeah. I feel like everyone was trying to be kind of chill or just yeah. kind of like cool or like not say too much so I just feel like then like when I was comparing myself to other people like everyone was in such a transitional stage and like wasn't being very loud well people were still being loud like our friends were still loud (laughs) (laughs) but I just mean like I feel like then I was like okay like I gotta be I gotta be a little bit less like crazy and now like not that I'm crazier now I just feel like (laughs) now you've gone back to your true self now I'm wild No, I just think now I'm like, okay, there's nothing wrong with being like your authentic self. If someone doesn't like the way that you are, then, you know, that's their problem. See them later. But I think, yeah, that was definitely a comparison that I think was tough to navigate then. But now I think we know so many people with different personalities. Yeah, I mean, it's also the patriarchy. The patriarchy. It's the patriarchy telling you you need to be small and quiet as well. So that yeah, okay. is a messaging that I also have gotten. Yeah. And I said, <laughs> fuck the patriarchy. Turns into a topic about it patriarchy. Turns into fuck the patriarchy. <laughs> yeah, I think, well, that's also, I mean, another form of comparisons is just like the romantic world. Oh my God. You know? like tell us about that well i don't know i just think when we were talking about like scarcity before you know Mm. there's definitely that sense i mean like growing up or something like you knew like 10 boys and like there was 13 girls and (laughs) you know there was bathroom wall and all these like negative message boards where it was like who has the bigger butt or like all these things you know and that was like comparisons like in hell (laughs) i feel like that was like the worst form of ways to compare other people but that was definitely a whole nother thing to to deal with growing up which yeah yeah i don't know i mean me personally i think again just like the same theme i feel like that really affected me back then but now you know it's just that sense of self i think that really helps you to say like you know what that's your problem you can go find someone else 100 percent. it's like noticing that like that culture of comparison that was so like prevalent yeah and is obviously still prevalent but maybe in like more subtle ways now yeah like it's noticing how that's like not the best and deciding that like you're gonna unsubscribe to it yeah yeah and I think I think that's like the most important part is that like it's always gonna happen but you kind of just have to realize like 
I don't want to be a part of this anymore. Like, I don't want to contribute. And Mm -hmm. just, like, being conscious, like... I feel like I'm probably going to go and make a comparison tonight at some point, but just knowing that being a little bit more thoughtful in the sense that like what you said, like it not only impacts them, but could also impact me negatively as well. Yeah. Yeah. I also think it's just like so good to like, just talk about the fact that like we all do it, normalize it because it's like, just like how we've been trained and how our brains actually work. Yeah. But like notice like maybe what things in life promote that comparison, like what people in your life promote that comparison. Yeah, and like for sure. Gaining distance from those things. Yeah. Like, for example, obviously, like you said, it's been talked about so much, but social media taking those breaks when you feel like it's like yeah. a ongoing comparison cycle or like even within friend groups. I think that happens. Like, I yeah. think especially like like you were saying, like that culture of like women comparing women or like I guess people like but it's like a culture that's ingrained in us in certain situations and and pointing that out maybe with your friend groups and being like I feel sometimes like those comparisons coming up and it's because we've been trained to feel that way yeah it's true but but like we shouldn't like we can all be beautiful stars beautiful stars together beautiful stars that all shine in different ways (laughs) no I definitely think so and there's many different even in talking about it I feel like there's many different types of comparisons yeah so once you realize that you're like wow they're everywhere like career romantic like even within friends so it's definitely a big part of our lives yeah I feel like there's like if we can get one like good thing out of comparisons it's Mm -hmm. like knowing I guess what there's a couple there's two good things I'll say One is like that motivation that you pointed out earlier. Like it helps you motivate yourself to like succeed because you're you're wanting to achieve more. And two, I feel like it can be a little bit of like a mirror or a lesson for yourself. Like if you're always comparing yourself in certain aspects, then that one probably tells you how much value you have in that area, how important that certain thing that you're comparing yourself two is yeah and if it's something that isn't so helpful or like Mm -hmm. is a little bit like you can notice like "Mm, maybe that's not that important for me to be comparing myself to like for example like bodies or something like that like that's something that we all do (laughs) but like it might not be you're like i why does this keep coming up like maybe that's like a sign to work on that a little bit yeah that's actually that's a really good point because i definitely think like the comparisons that I make now are very different than back then. So it definitely probably was influenced by like what was most important to me back then. Yeah. Like, I don't know, like bodies back bodies. then. Like when you're the teen like, years, the, the, the good old teen years. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's really important. Small tears. Trying to think about any other sort of things that I wrote down. Any advice for some twins out there? Oh, wow. <laughs> um, I just say, keep doing you, you know, people will always wonder. Who's who? You Who's just who? keep charging on. Keep you know going. who you are. You know. <laughs> That's all. That's all I have to say. As long as you can tell yourself apart, then you're yeah. good. Can you tell yourself apart in the morning? Ask yourself that. If you can't. Which one am I? I'm not well, sure. Maybe schedule an appointment with Mac. <laughs> She'll help you. <laughs> That's all. Uh. So I feel like it's super interesting. I feel like we both came at this topic like from different perspectives like I kind of thought about it more like I compare myself to 
others and you kind of came into it like more with the perspective of like people have always compared me and I think yeah. that's so cool because we got like kind of a rounded perspective of it yeah I agree. and you see like both sides of it yeah well I mean it's interesting for me as well because I mean through my upbringing I feel like I've always been compared to like one person yeah so it's kind of interesting to consider like who do other people compare themselves to or like who is someone's like biggest like influence that they always compare themselves to or have had themselves like compared to so yeah. it's interesting for me to to understand yeah I think like for myself like I definitely was really compared to my brother like I but I related when you were saying like with your older sister you saw like motivation in that because she was successful academically you wanted to be successful academically like I found that like like oh your brother's such a great leader he's so energetic and I'd be like okay I have to be a great leader I have to be energetic so I think it brought out some like good qualities within me obviously sometimes I'd be like oh yes I'm my brother's sister and it would be kind of annoying yeah but it was more like I guess a positive thing yeah and and it makes me wonder if like sometimes the comparisons that you make with people that are really similar to you are the ones that kind of form those negative comparisons Mm. because you think oh we're alike in every other aspect like it doesn't make sense to me why I wouldn't also have that trait or something like when you mentioned your brother you know like there's some differences and so you could see it in a positive light like he's older so he's acquired that so that's something that's like attainable to me whereas like for me like if it was something with my sister like we're the same age or like we have so many similarities that it would be almost like a negative comparison like how Mm. was she able to develop that already and I haven't I guess a hundred percent I feel like gender plays a role and I also think like closeness like you said in age and similarity and other things because I think with like certain friends like I've especially a friend who maybe looks like me who acts a lot like me who has yeah similar personality and we are interested in similar things like that's the moments I found myself comparing myself to my friends the most because it's like yeah if they're doing really well in that or like they got like this guy liked them (laughs) why don't they like me (laughs) well it's true and it's interesting actually because then it kind of but you're almost drawn to I think sometimes the people that are so similar to you to make those comparisons like for example even like people that I'm inspired to like in career or something they're usually like pretty similar to what I want to do so or I guess more on the topic of like looks and stuff like you compare yourself closely to the people that look like you Mm -hmm. because you're like I'm so close to being like what they look like but I'm not like for example like obviously I wouldn't compare myself to like Adriana Lima or something (laughs) because we look so different yeah so that to me is like an impossible Mm -hmm. like comparison whereas like if you compared yourself to someone that you look more like I don't know who I look like (laughs) that's famous but it gives away full identity describing I actually (laughs) I look exactly um, like I look exactly like yeah I don't know I just think I would compare myself to someone who I look like more maybe negative or positive just because I could see myself either getting there or Mm yeah I don't know yeah it seems like an achievable goal in some ways yeah Yeah, I also think it is easier like the tip earlier of seeing like people's gifts is different than yours like I think it's easier when someone is completely different to you for sure because you're like oh they're a mate like even if they're maybe succeeding in like the field that's right next to yours like a a related field it's easier than if they're in the exact same industry as you it feels yeah 
And I think that probably kind of ties back to the conversation that we had about school, which is Mm -hmm. what I think fosters so much of that negative comparisons because these people are in your program. They want the same things. So it's like if they're doing that, then I should do that too because we're so similar in our career path that if that's something that they need to do, then I have to do that as well. Whereas like if someone was like a fishmonger and like learning how to cut a fish, I wouldn't, you know, I don't know about that one, but. Are you sure? Are you sure you want to compare yourself to Fishmongers? Every day. Every day. Actually, my top social media follow is Fishmongers. Okay. Well, I feel like we did, we covered everything that I wanted to cover. I think it's something we all have to think about and I'm sure we all do think about it, but. It's good to feel like you're not alone in a situation. Everybody does it and see those warning signs when it's getting too much and also use some of the tips that we've, I don't know what I'm doing right now. No, use I some liked of the it. tips that we have mentioned today to like distance yourself from comparison. See that there's enough for everybody and put that know, phone down, put that phone down, look outside. Don't go look at the trees. You can't compare yourself to a tree. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's a good one. That's it. Okay, last question of the day. If you wake up in a bad mood, if you're having a bad day, what's something that you do to make yourself feel better? I would say make uh, something really yummy, like a nice breakfast or nice food. Mm -hmm. You know what it is, eggs toast. (laughs) Um, Or just go see some friends or see someone that you care about. Get outside of your head. Love that. Yep. Amazing. Well, thank you for coming on the pod. Thank you for having me. Bye. Bye.